Good morning. After a short snow delay, the trial of the man whose food truck slammed into a family station wagon, killing the mother, is over. Tony Stephen Dane has been found guilty on all counts. For Monday, March 26th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Since 1961, the Fairfax Christian School, a kindergarten through 12th grade university prep school, has created scholars with a passion for learning. Their small class sizes with individual attention, time-tested curriculum, experienced teachers, and focus on values gives your child a competitive advantage. They're moving to Loudoun County in June and now offer a new affordable tuition plan. Schedule your tour with the Fairfax Christian School today. Visit their website at fairfaxchristianschool.com or call them today at 703-759-5100. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Last September, Tony Stephen Dane's food truck lost its brakes, passed a school bus narrowly missing two students, and slammed into the Kaplan family's station wagon, killing Erin Kaplan. Her mother and three teenage children who were also in the car were airlifted to the hospital. For that, he faced charges of involuntary manslaughter, reckless driving, driving without an operator's license, a repeat offense, driving without insurance, and failure to get the vehicle inspected. And on Friday, a circuit court jury issued guilty verdicts on all five counts. The jury recommended Dane serve 10 years in prison, 18 months in jail, and pay $3,500 in fines. That's only a little shy of the maximum sentence. Aaron Kaplan's husband, Farron, said it's the end of a big chapter for the family, and now they have the tools they need to start making repairs to their lives. In the course of the investigation, prosecutors talked about the state of the bus, calling it a mechanical disaster. Assistant Commonwealth's attorney Eric M. Seamus talked about rust, dry-rotted tires, a broken brake light, and that its last inspection was in Utah in 2011. He also described Dane's botched attempt to replace the bus's brakes, in which he did not properly flush the brake lines, causing his brakes to fail when he approached that intersection. Seamus argued that pointed to a pattern of criminal negligence that ultimately led to the fatal crash. On the day of the crash, Dane was driving from Front Royal to Briarwoods High School to sell food at homecoming. He told law enforcement that his brakes felt spongy around Middleburg. When he came upon a stopped school bus on Watson Road, he was unable to stop. His food truck, which was itself made from a converted school bus, instead sped up past the stopped school bus in the oncoming traffic lane, narrowly missed two students, and went into the intersection with Evergreen Mills Road, hitting the Kaplans. The crash led not only to an outpouring of support for the Kaplan family, but an outcry about the safety conditions on Evergreen Mills Road. Since that crash, county supervisors have ordered a study of road safety in the area, and the Virginia Department of Transportation has already begun spot improvements on Evergreen Mills. But Farron Kaplan said what the crash highlighted for him was the dilapidated state of many food trucks. Kaplan has already approached local lawmakers about asking them to require food truck operators to have a driver's license, a valid vehicle inspection, and insurance before being allowed to operate in their jurisdictions. Dane has also been served with a civil lawsuit by the Kaplan family seeking $10 million in compensatory damages. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, government and business leaders from across northern Virginia have called on the state to put more money into Metro itself instead of stripping transportation money away from our region. 
The General Assembly has nearly unanimously passed a bill that would increase Metro Rail funding mostly with revenues from Northern Virginia. It does that in large part by redirecting some tax revenues away from the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority, which finances hundreds of millions of dollars in major transportation projects every year. An analysis by their staff, the authority's staff, predicts Loudoun will lose out on almost $28 million on funding for transportation projects from them over the next five years if that revenue is redirected to Metro. Because of the way the bill is structured, Loudoun supervisors have said it particularly disadvantages us. It would mean taxpayers here actually pay more into Metro than they were going to before the bill. And changing the game for the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority could have a compounding effect. If the state suddenly changes the authority's revenue source, the authority's credit rating could take a hit, which makes it harder to finance debt and so on. Difficulty financing debt is, in fact, one of Metro's big problems. But now, with the General Assembly's regular session adjourned, it's in the hands of Governor Ralph Northam. Only he can introduce changes to the legislation at this point, which is something he has said he'll do, although he has not revealed any details yet. Last week, the Northern Virginia Transportation Coalition, a group of business leaders and chambers of commerce, released a statement calling on the state to put more money in the pot. The coalition wrote that funding Metro should not come at the expense of other transportation needs, and wrote Metro has been a major generator of billions in economic growth, which Richmond should recognize. Loudoun County Chamber of Commerce President and CEO Tony Howard said with this bill, by solving one problem, we're limiting our ability to solve many others. Shortly thereafter, the authority drew up some guidelines for what they'd like to see in a metro funding bill, which the Loudoun County Board of Supervisors unanimously endorsed that night. Top of the list, more money from the state. The General Assembly, which has not yet managed to pass a budget, will meet again on April 11th. After five weeks with no vice mayor, the town of Lovettsville has a new one. Last week, the Lovettsville Town Council unanimously appointed Jim McIntyre to the spot. He fills the seat left by the resignation of former Vice Mayor Tiffany Carter, who stepped down after eight years because of her duties as the assistant librarian at the Lovettsville Library. McIntyre, whose term is up in 2020, has been on the town council since 2012. He's also the chairman of the town's Love Oktoberfest subcommittee. Carter is the second person this year to resign from the Lovettsville Council. In January, Rob Gentile vacated his seat in preparation for a move out of town. The town council appointed Mike Dunlap to fill that spot. And over the weekend, one of the tallest men in NBA history helped some of basketball's smallest players at Eagle Ridge Middle School in Ashburn. George Murasan, at 7 foot 7 inches tall, is tied for tallest man in NBA history with Manut Bol. After playing for his college team in his native Romania and one season professionally in France, Murasan was drafted by the then Washington Bullets in 1993 and played until 2000. He was born in Romania in 1971 under the rule of notorious communist dictator Nicolae Ceausescu, so he's come a long way. And in 2004, he founded Giant Basketball Academy with camps for children aged 6 to 14 around the D.C. region. Saturday, more than 100 kids gathered for the camp where they worked on the fundamentals of the game led by a team of coaches. Murasan loomed over all of them, stepping in to hand out advice and encouragement from one of the game's greats. And in fact, one of those coaches is his own high school-aged son. You can see the photos on our website, so get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. 
on the Get Out Loudon calendar, tomorrow night is Neighborhood Night at B Chord Brewery near Round Hill. Go listen or play with Eric Burnham and the B Chord Bluegrass Buddies, a rotating lineup of super talented local musicians hosting an open jam. No cover charge, specials on beer, and it starts at 5.30 p.m. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, write it on somewhere really high up where George Muirstein can't reach it, so I need an airplane to erase it to tell all your friends, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.